Okay, let me know if you can hear this. Welcome, everybody, to Concert Companion Podcast, Episode 2. Woo-woo! Yeah, we're excited. You should be excited. Because we're now syndicated on iTunes, officially. Uh, originally, we had thought that it was going to come, like, I think, it, like, I had gotten an email that we were supposed to get syndicated in December, but I think we got our podcast in early enough that they syndicated us earlier than we thought we were going to, so... If you want to, you can go to iTunes, search Constant Companion Podcast. We should pop up there. We're obviously not at the top or anything, but you can subscribe to our feed from there. So if you want to, if you subscribe to us, you'll continue to download us. You won't have to worry about having to keep up to date with when we update our episodes. Um, but we're going to try to update about every Wednesday. Um, in other news, we also have our website up. Uh, it's pretty much the same. It's constantcompanionpodcast.com. So if you ever want to see... Um, particular posts. Uh, we're going to post our show notes and things on that website from now on. We have a Facebook page, which has probably been our most successful social media uh, outlet. Um, and that's just, again, Constant Companion Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at CC Podcasting. And we also have a YouTube page, Constant Companion Podcast. Um, and you can follow us there or subscribe to us where we'll have specific updates. Um, we're probably going to start doing video podcasts on there. So if you listen to the audio version, you'd like to see a video version, we're going to post it there. That's also where I'm going to post personal projects, story time animations, um, and other future projects. So you, if, have another, you have another animation coming, right? Yeah, we're working on one. So one of my, my goals for the podcast um, – I, I've been I've been suffering creatively for a long time, for about a year now. I haven't really made anything. So I kind of got reinvigorated after all this crap happened. And now I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try to put out an animation for each of our story time segments. It takes a lot of time. I put the first one out. If you want to check it out, I, it was actually from an episode that we never posted. It was our original episode. It's called uh, The Tale of My Friend the Zombie. Um Hopefully by the time this episode goes up, there's a new animation or one coming very soon. This one's going to be the story time from last week, which was the – I think it was the story about Papa John, Mama John. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. So um, other than that, we're, we're really working towards getting guests on the show. I've emailed some people. We're hoping for a response at some point. Um, we're going to have – probably going to start out with some smaller guests, but we're hoping to work our way up in the ranks. We'll see what happens. All right. And also, also, if you have any suggestions of people we should have on the show um, or any suggestions that you want to give us for the show, um, you can email us at Constant Compan- com Podcast, right? Yeah. Constant so at gmail.com. ConstantCompodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. We'll if you have there. any questions, if you have any recommendations, um, or just thoughts that you'd like to share with us, feel free to email us there. That's the best way of getting a hold of us. All right. Now that all that's out of the way, let's get started, dude. You I'm excited? so excited. I got to tell I, I feel. Go for go it. Ahead. I feel a little su- suspenseful right now because as we were talking before, 
You have a lot of things that I don't know what's going to happen or I don't know what you're going to ask me. Um, and I don't, I don't really know a lot of what's going on right now. We've so got, I'm kind of excited, but it's, I'm a little bit scared too. I've been hyping them up. I've mm-hmm. been keeping things secret because I want a totally candid response to what I'm going to say to keep everything fresh. So just so you know, we're like Wendy's. We don't like prepackage this material and share it with each other. Well, maybe a few things, but when it comes to like news and things, I try to keep it secret from 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 uh, Dallas, and then he keeps it secret from me. So it goes both ways. So I'm just gonna give you some updates on my week. How's that sound? Sounds that good. That sounds great. Yeah, dude. So recently, I started this weird thing. I'm doing a college radio show, actually, but it's like, it's not really a radio show. It's like radio theater. And it's, I have mixed feelings about it. Yeah, I just recorded my first episode on Saturday, and I'm doing voice acting. It's called On the Quad, and it's this, I don't know, it's a subpar comedy show about college kids here at Utah State. And I play this character. The funny thing about the character I play is it's this guy who just got broken up with. Are you kidding me? (laughs) No. And I have to profess my love to this person who's, like, totally fallen out of love and, like, fallen out of love. There's, like, a scene where I have to sing part of Phantom of the Opera. There's a scene where I sing, Wake me up inside. Can't we? That song. I don't know what that song is called. I don't know either. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's a meme online. But, yeah, I mean, it's a... I have mixed feelings because... It's just, anytime I look at the writing, I just, there's good parts of it. I'm not going to rip on it because they work really hard and it's really good sound design, but the writing just kind of makes me embarrassed to plug it, but I figured I would. So I might link that on the website if anybody's interested. Um, Other than that, my life has basically just become YouTube videos. Really? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Just watching YouTube videos or what? Yeah, I just sit there and watch YouTube literally all day. And then what's funny is I got – have you ever watched Casey Neistat? No, I haven't. He's this vlogger. He's really big on YouTube. Like, I think he got really big, like, last year. And I just started getting into him, like, a few days ago. And then he quit vlogging, like, two days ago. And then it was, like, the top – trending topic on facebook so i was kind of like i felt burned he was just tired of doing it i think he said something like he was talking about like uh like he had done vlog like he was really creative with how he did his vlogs he would use like drones and stuff to get some really cool shots he always had really nice equipment he would do cool projects he was one of these guys that was always up and about traveling all around the world like he did this really crazy episode where like he went to some crazy weird country he did all this crazy stuff in like an hour and then he had to like make it to the airport on time. I don't know. He just goes all over the world. He does things that people have dreamed of doing and he just kind of does it on a daily basis. It's really crazy to watch his stuff. If you haven't seen him, you should really check him out. Usually I'm not into that kind of stuff, but in the fashion that he does it, he has a very a very uh, unique way of, of showing off his, his life. It's a vlog format, so it was a daily vlog, but it's really cool. But he left, and so I kind of feel burned by that. Um, and then, hey, dude, guess what? What? Okay, you remember... Okay, so I got to give some context. When... Before I came on my mission... Well, I mean, throughout all my life, I had this friend uh, named Jonathan. And 
I went on my mission. I met Dallas. I came home from my mission. Then a few days late or a few months after I get home, I get a text from Dallas asking me if I know an elder Krieger. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, dude, he's like one of my best friends. We've been friends for super long. And Dallas is just like, yo, he's eating dinner at my house right now. I'm like, are you serious? So I get this picture from him of my friend Jonathan eating dinner at his house. And just two, three days ago, I get a call from Jonathan that he's home. And he called me today. And uh, it was pretty cool. I got to talk to him. So that's exciting. Wait, he's home now? Yeah, he just got home. Oh, my gosh. How's he doing? Pretty good. He called me today. We were talking about video games. Um, I don't know. Maybe he's going to grow the mustache back out. I have no idea, dude. No, 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 no. Ginger mustaches are not good. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, he's uh, he's kind of his own man, so I'm not going to dictate to him what he should and should not do. That's good. Yeah, when when he came over and ate dinner with us, all we did was just talk about you and like stories from our mission. It was great. He he's a funny guy. I like him. Yeah. No, he's good. He's good. He told me some things today that. I thought were pretty funny. I was like, really? I would have never guessed you would have done that, Jonathan. I didn't know you were that edgy of a missionary. But I won't go into specifics. It wasn't anything terrible. It was just funny stuff. Um, and then, oh, it's, well, we have Thanksgiving coming up. What are your Thanksgiving plans, Dallas? Let me hear. Um, so since I'm like 21 hours away from my family in Minnesota, um, I really don't have any family here either so i'm going to with one of my roommates up to park city in utah um, and having thanksgiving dinner with them that's about the extent of my plans though otherwise i'm just like working and just probably playing battlefield one that's the extent of it yeah i'll tell you what i'm doing i got a crazy text today i gotta share it with you okay so basically when i came out here because all my family's back home in pennsylvania um when I came out here, my aunt li- lives in Salt Lake. So she was the one who, like, picked me up, took me to school after I got off the plane. And she sends me this text. We had been talking about getting together for Thanksgiving. And she says, any interest in donating plasma with me, it's 50 bucks for the first five times, and we could go twice this week. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm going to do So for Thanksgiving, I'm donating plasma, dude. Oh my! God. That's how like most college students down here at BYU get their money. Dude, is that's, by donating so, that's plasma. crazy. Like I heard about it, but I never had the opportunity. And like the fact that my aunt offered, I was like, <laughs> "That's, that's a good idea. I'm gonna make a hundred bucks this week for Thanksgiving, donating plasma from my body, dude." Gosh, you are one lucky. I don't even person. know what even is plasma. Like, what does it do? Is it? It's you, not blood. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like really the goo, know. like the consistency of your organs. Yeah, that sounds right. I don't know, dude. But it's actually I'm used excited. to create. Uh, it's used for to fuel plasma guns, is what it that, is. I was actually, I was thinking of plasma pistols from Halo. That's what I was thinking too. I was thinking if that's what <laughs> my plasma is going towards to fighting the Covenant, that's a pretty good cause. I'm down with that. It's actually used to fight ISIS right now. So. ISIS, yeah, yep. dude. That's the key. Plasma. That's their weakness. We're going to invest in our future. (laughs) National security. Part of the Trump initiative. Just going to drop a plasma bomb. (laughs) 
Okay. Um, so, all right. We're going to go. Well, do you have any other. Do, do you have any news that's been going on with you, Dallas? I got nothing right now, really. I'm just living a boring student life. This is the extent of my social life is with you. It's just me and you. You've been excited um, about this podcast. Yeah. I'm excited because it's our opportunity to share us with people, and I love that. I think that's – I'm really surprised by the response we've actually received so far. Yeah. It's been amazing. I mean it's – obviously we're just getting started, but at the same time we've had some really excited – responses uh downloads are are keeping up i'm not going to go into numbers or anything but i'm i'm ecstatic with uh how we've started so far yeah we've been doing good so to to keep ourselves relevant um i want to cut right into our segments because i think this is really the meat of the podcast i don't want to spend too much time we're going to do a new segment today i know we promised this we wanted to talk about news. We've tried to do this before, and it just was flat-out boring. It was no fun to listen to. So I started to think about trends, trending topics, and I came up with this idea. It's called Trend Killers. And basically, this is a show that 4chan, Reddit, and Tumblr, or the internet in general, hates as a whole. And in this segment, we are going to pick and choose um, current trends, memes, and jokes that have gotten really stale or boring or out of hand that the internet just needs to like throw out into the garbage. So think of it this way. We are doing a, a cleansing of the internet. We're throwing out the trash. It's like, it's like a hoarder's house of all these really outdated jokes and stupid things. And we're basically going through and we're going to flip this house. We're going to clean up what needs to leave and what needs to stay because there are some funny things on the internet or cool things that I think should stay, but there's definitely some things that need to be thrown out the door. So we're like cyber assassins and we're going to dictate what lives and what dies. I have a (laughs) list of things that I personally think need to die. I don't know what Dallas has thought out or has has listed but i'm gonna read off a few things first one and we're gonna basically what we're gonna do is we are going to dictate what lives and what dies so we're gonna debate with each other about why it needs to go or why it needs to stay first thing okay i'm getting real tired of these um just like any of this election social media banter this has gotten just as old the joe biden obama memes are you kidding me those are the only things that are keeping me sane during this time because, okay, before this, I didn't even know who Joe Biden was. Like, I knew he was the vice president and everything, but I didn't really know his personality or really anything about he, he kind of stayed in the, the foreshadows in my eyes, okay? So you, think, so you think this is an accurate portrayal of Joe Biden, these memes? I don't know, but I love it because it brings humor it gives him personality. Yeah, it gives him personality that a lot of Americans haven't seen. Okay, if it's true, I don't know. Okay, I I'm just, just think making. It's... I was just making sure that you didn't actually think that that's how he acted. I don't know. I'm looking at Joe there's a, Biden the, that right video now. too. There's a video of Joe Biden and Obama and just kind of the relationship that they have, and it was it was pretty funny video. It's like three or four minutes long, just showing. The different instances where they were playing with each other. Oh, that sounded weird. It was that they were um, humoring with each other. Um, apparently, Joe Biden has like an ice cream fetish or something. <laughs> he just really likes ice cream. 
Uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, there are some that make me laugh. The thing is, I think they've gotten out of hand. Because here's how you know a meme or a joke in general has gotten out of hand. It's when somebody starts to repeat the same one that's already been covered. Mm-hmm. Like, where they post it again, but they, like, they vary a few of the words, but they try to make it look like it was their idea. I don't know. I feel like it's only been around for a few days now, but I'm so tired of it, dude. I don't really find them that funny anymore. And it's just this – I'm just tired of it. I really that's, am. That's true. It is being repeated a lot. Like I've seen that. You Repetitive know, a lot of memes. Like, and so maybe I can, I can understand that point, but I still think that they bring humor to this time. I like so, it. So, okay. All right. Fine. I okay. guess you gave uh, you gave a fairly compet- – like a compelling argument as to why we should keep them. So for now, we're going to let him live. Next week or in a few weeks, we'll check in with Dallas and see how he's holding up. Okay, next one. <laughs> this one I just think is stupid. Yeah. Kind of mm-hmm. like the Harlem Shake. Mannequin challenge. That is, This is the stupidest thing I've seen in my 21 years of living, Okay. The mannequin challenge. You just stand there and someone goes around with a video camera, just video people being still. However, there is the there is two mannequin challenges of dogs that I've seen. Have you uh, seen do- those? I have seen the dog the ones. The dog ones are good. The dog ones are good because that's actually a talent. That's the mm-hmm. different. Like difference. You when you teach a dog to be able to stand still, that's one thing. When it's a human literally just like freezing in position. It's like, man, I did that at three years old when I was playing freeze tag with my cousins. Seriously. You know what I mean? And the thing that gets me is the mannequin challenge. I, I, anytime I see it, I cannot help but think of – did you ever watch the show Heroes? Yes. Okay, you know the scenes with Hiro Nakamura where he freezes time and, mm-hmm. like, everybody freezes in position? Like, that's yep. cool. That's cool. But that's because it was a special effect and they were doing things. Like they were had like there'd be like a bullet in the air that like freezes and he like walks past the bullet, or like there's like cards in the air or like a table being flipped or something, and that was always really cool. But in this case, it's all live and people just freeze and nobody's doing anything like mm-hmm. cool. I get I can see it from an artistic point of view maybe, but it's there's no point to it. Like who are you impressing with that? That's my question. Yeah. If you're going to do a special effect to like add to it, that's cool. That's mm-hmm. fine. But when you're literally just doing it for a challenge, I don't know how you outdo somebody at this, but <laughs> somehow a the... dog beat you. <laughs> Seriously, being beat by a dog, you know, it's a stupid challenge. But um, I think it is cool, like in some of them, where they have like objects just in like midair or something. Have you seen those? I have not. Okay, there's some of these that, like, they get pretty crazy. They have objects in midair, people, like, in midair. I'm like, how do you do that? And some of these, is it bad if it freaks me out, just everybody standing still? Like, it just uh, well, kind of freaks me out a little I was going to say, if there's people standing in the or, like, who freeze in the air, like, literally, then obviously there's some sort of, like, demon magic going on. <laughs> so, I mean, at that point, you should be normal. genuinely afraid. Mm-hmm. Priests are going to go crazy. You thought they went crazy with Pokemon Go? Talking about how they're like cyber demons, they're going to think this is even crazier. Because now the demons have gotten inside the people and have kept them in midair. So, this just isn't healthy. No, it's not. It's not. 
No Jesus. No Jesus. No Jesus involved there. Okay, this next one, I didn't even know that this happened, but apparently Vine is dead. Yeah. I didn't know that. Vine was the thing back in 2013. This isn't so much a criticism. This is more of something I'm praising. Really? Yeah. I really am. I hate Vines. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll admit just like everybody else, I got swept up in the Vine craze back in 2013. I thought it was cool. I thought it was a fun idea. But then there's people who, like, became Vine stars. Like, literally people who have made hundreds of thousands of dollars from making Vines. Then the creators of Vine, I don't know if they, like, I don't know what was going on, if they were going bankrupt. But anyhow, the company was going to close down. But for some reason, like, all these Vine stars got together, and they were like, if you pay us $1.2 million for, like, every video we put up or, like, for each year, we'll put out, like, six times the amount of content or something. And it was like, that's so stupid. That means you're – instead of making, like, a five-second video, you're now making a minute-long video in collection, like, each week. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Like, Vine stars – that kind of stuff went to their head. Vines got really old because, like, at first it was cool because, like, first it was just somebody who would record themselves. But then I started to see Vines where it was, like, compilation videos in, like, a five-second span of videos that already existed. So, like, you were able to cut stuff up. I don't know. It was just – it definitely lost its flair. I'm just glad it's dead. I hated Vine. And that was all my Facebook feed was, was mm-hmm. Vine videos. But now I'm stuck with longer videos, so – <laughs> Part of the reason I hate Facebook. Gosh. Kermit memes. Am I the only one here who hates Kermit memes? No, I hate them too. I don't really get them either sometimes. Like, I don't really get the, the jokes. That, maybe I'm just slow in that way. There is something like, infuriating about it. Uh-huh. I, I I guess I get them. They're just not funny. Pictures... There, I mean, there's pictures that are funny if they're genuinely funny pictures. But when you start associating, like, the same exact picture with the same joke, and it's not even a funny joke, like the whole, well, that's – I don't even remember what it is. It's like, but that's not any of my business where he's, like, sipping the tea. How is that funny? Make me laugh. I want to see somebody see that and genuinely laugh. It's more just, like, a snarky response to somebody. It's not even funny. So current memes, dead. We're killing them. Dead. Yeah, they're dead. That's a dead one. All right. I'm going to – I'm actually going to morph this one with a few other ones. So there's a few words. These are like millennial words, I guess I'd call them. Things that have kind of been on the rise over the past couple years, and they've just bugged me for a long time. The first one is lit. I don't even know what the definition is necessarily. I think it's like – I think cool. it has to do with marijuana, maybe, or okay. like cigarette. I don't know. Like that party is lit, so it's cool. I don't know. Maybe it's lit because it has marijuana at the party. I think that's this. I, I mean, really have no idea. Fam? <laughs> have you heard fam? It's like, like family? I, guess, I assume it's like family, but it's like you use it with like your friends. They're your fam. I hate that one. That one's They're not my bros obnoxious. anymore? Yeah, I guess they're your fam now. Because like it's more inclusive, dude. How, okay, everybody. let me ask you, have you okay. heard Have you heard of the word woke? 
Like woke up? Like that's what I thought. But no, it's like like here's how you would use it in a sentence. Man, that dude is woke. So it's like that dude's dope? Barack Obama is woke. Not necessarily. It's basically being aware of like social – like your social setting. So like if you're around like uh, a feminist or something uh, or you you know about feminist culture and you speak up for it, then you're woke because you're aware of the social issues surrounding it. So it's like when – it's like – when somebody knows something that they generally, like, you wouldn't think they were aware of. Like, it's usually for social, like, justice warriors to throw around. Okay. Like, so, like, Black Lives Matter or, like, Yeah, like, man, that's a woke organization. Lesbians. Yeah, it's that kind of stuff. So it's, it's just, like the opposite of a bigot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly okay. what it is. It's stupid, though. I hate that word. It no, makes you stupid. sound like a degenerate. It you really know, that, does. It needs to die. It needs to it die. It needs to die. It really does. Um, cringe. I hate cringe. Well, well, how where would you are your use that? on that? Have well, you like? I mean, like you cringe when you see like a na- like a, a gory movie, or you cringe when you see something gross, like a booger or something. Like okay, there are Is that instances. What we're talking about? Kind of, there's like instances where you can like cringe at things for real, but it's become this thing where it's like it means secondhand embarrassment, where it's like, oh, this kid, or like somebody listening to our podcast would be like, oh, their voices are so cringeworthy, or oh, cringe is like something that you see in YouTube comments all the time. If it's like a piece of content that they don't think is very good or they think is embarrassing or they think is stupid. And it's just become this word and it's so overused and stupid and annoying. And it just drives me crazy. I'm so I'm cringing at cringe, dude. There's like, there's cringe compilations on YouTube where it's like, check out all these cringe worthy videos. It's like, no, why would I, I don't care. This is stupid. Stupid. So cringe is dead. There's also fleek, right? Oh yeah. Tell me what that means. I don't know. Like I've heard people say, like, man, that dress is on fleek, or that guy's shoes are fleek. I I remember. I get this a lot. I get this all the time. And it's what's funny about it is I never get it anywhere except for when I'm on the internet, Um, and I'm like talking to somebody. People say my eyebrows are on fleek. For whatever reason, like, I've always had eyebrows that are just, I don't know, they're my eyebrows. And every, all these girls ask me if I wax them. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to brag about my eyebrows by any means. <laughs> but I always get asked if I wax my eyebrows. And I don't really take it as a compliment because I'm just kind of like, no, it just makes me uncomfortable about my eyebrows. Because people are like, whoa, look at the shape of your eyebrows. They're so, like, they're peaked and blah. I'm like, why are you paying attention to my eyebrows? I don't care about my eyebrows. I'd rather you just not talk about my eyebrows. Well, that I is, just noticed your eyebrows, and they are on fleek. Oh, my goodness. I don't know what constitutes a good eyebrow, dude. What constitutes it's perfect. a fleek it's eyebrow? Just, it's just perfectly shaped. Maybe when we do the video cast, people will actually be able to see how on fleek they really are. Yeah. They'll they'll be fleeking on you to fleek that. You remember? Get... Whatever happened to the word ratchet? <laughs> is that that's, even still a thing? No, that's not. I don't know. I don't think it is. So I, I haven't mean, heard it since high school. Some of these words 
I mean, they're going to be so out of style in a few years. It's almost like I don't even have to kill them. They've almost already killed themselves because yeah. they're so specific to this generation. Just like you associate groovy with the 70s. Nobody mm-hmm. actually says groovy unless they're joking. <laughs> That's true. Like You know, these are just temporary highs or whatever you want to call it. The last time I heard somebody use the word ratchet was I was actually on my mission and me and my companion um, were sitting in this little apartment and <laughs> we're talking to this girl and uh, her daughter comes in and she has, I don't know, she has like these beat up overalls on and like this t-shirt and uh, she comes in and her mom looks to her, her mom, and says, girl, you look ratchet. And then her daughter looks at her and she's like, I know, but I'm still cute, though. <laughs> and I was just like, I didn't really think that was a word you were supposed to use about your daughter. I'm pretty sure that was like a somewhat derogatory term, like somebody's like ghetto kind of. But I mean, I guess it could be a compliment. You know what? That's just a, that's a strong relationship between that daughter and, and mother. You know what I'm saying? Because my mom, oh, she'll she'll never mind. I won't go into all the stories, but yeah, we have that same kind of relationship. Where we can just say how we feel with each other, you know? Like, I'm going to tell you that your hair looks not on... Your hair's not on fleek, okay? Is it on fleek or... Yeah, I guess it is on fleek. I don't know now. I'm second-guessing myself. But we have a relationship where we can do that. So they have a strong relationship, that daughter and mother. I feel these words are used more on social media than they are in actual life. Yeah, that's true. For I whatever reason. That. I don't know why. Okay, real quick. I don't want to okay. spend too much time on this. This other term that I hate, this isn't one word. It's a, it's a mixture of a few words. And it's become like more than a term. It's like an activity. Netflix and chill. Really? Do they still use that? I see it. Yeah. I just say I'm just going to watch some Netflix. Or yeah, something. really. Why does it have to be Netflix and chill? It's like just watch Netflix for Pete's sake. Like chill, I, chill is like completely. It's it's expected. It's unnecessary. You don't have to emphasize <laughs> the fact that you are relaxing while watching a movie, unless like you're exercising and watching something. I don't know. Like that's just expected. That's already there. You don't have to tell me that it's Netflix and chill. And it just sounds stupid. I'm sorry. It just bugs me. I think that. Those that are using it just need validation because, like, people need to be told to do things nowadays. You know, they don't just do it out of their own free will that I don't see. Like, so they feel like they need to just – they need to say Netflix and chill. Otherwise, they're not going to chill. I don't know. Maybe they have anxiety and they need to be told to chill. Everybody thinks they have anxiety nowadays. Everybody thinks they're OCD. Everybody thinks they have ADD. It's like, no, you don't. You're just an annoying kid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're just not willing to try to pay attention. I mean, there is ADD, don't get me wrong, or ADHD, but a lot of kids think they have it and they don't. That's my opinion. Sorry, I'm getting really passionate right now. Good. Passion okay. Is good. All right, here's another one that bugs me on Facebook that I see a lot. I, I think you could do it with Vines, Facebook videos. Have you seen those videos where it's like it's like the video, it's like a square box, like a 4 by 3 box, but then there's like these really large margins up and above that are like black and it'll say like it'll have some little caption on the video and then it'll show the little like 
the emoji faces, but like really enlarged, and they're like crying or laughing or like it's like watch this dog do three front flips. You're not gonna believe it, and then it has the like oh cool emoji face. <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. I hate those. What? Why do those have to exist? I hate emoji in general, by the way. Like. They're just glorified emoticons. Like, that's what it was when I was a kid. You would go to really, like, any dumpy internet site, and you would find, like, tons and tons and tons of emoticons. And then they died out. And then for some reason, Apple brings them back, and they're cool all of a sudden. I don't know. I don't know either. We used to make emojis back in the day with, like, um, the parentheses. Yeah. And the double dot thing. I don't know with all these. I'm not good at that but like yeah you used to make your own emojis back in the day so much more creative um okay and okay here's my last one i think we're killing all of these except the joe biden obama memes and maybe i think the mannequin challenge we're gonna we'll let live no let's kill it okay we're killing the mannequin challenge he's done he's gone heroes better did it did it better okay the last one how many times have you gone on YouTube in the past month, watched an ad, at least this happens to me, and it's one of those stupid Google ads about, like, Stranger Things, and it has that extremely irritating song in the background of, like, the old lady screaming, and it's like, it's, like, super annoying. Has not happened to me yet. I don't know if it's because of my location or my interests or, like, I don't know what youtube uses to like cater ads towards me Mm -hmm. but i hate them and anytime (laughs) it gives me like a survey to like pick what kind of things i like i always make sure to never click on google because i hate those ads that much and they're only like (laughs) five seconds i would rather watch the 30 second like new sprint ads with the guy from verizon than have to watch those stupid five second google ads with the screaming lady i hate them yeah i agree google if you are listening to this that commercial is an atrocity to people's ears. Please get rid of it. It's not humorous. It's annoying. Dead. And it's what's done. what's really weird about it is like I got the first one because the first ad they did with that song was actually using the original video it took it from. But then for some reason, they just added that song to every single one of their ads advertising like Google nearby stuff or, you know, Google search commercials but like the videos or like the things that would be completely unrelated to their stupid background song i don't know i'm really picky it's done it's it's done you're dead we are killing you in our podcast you're done google first mark zuckerberg now google i am just not on i am not on social media's good side right now i probably (laughs) infuriated so many people okay That was a lot of passion and vigor. Gosh, that was good. That was a good discussion. All right. Now I'm going to let you talk some more this time, uh, Dallas. Don't worry. We we still have more. Um, So we're going to do another little segment. This is a new one. This is called Live Yahoo Answers, where basically I go on the search for the juiciest questions on yahoo answers people who need answers from real people and i figured me and dallas today are going to answer some of these 
These people are thirsty and hungry for feedback, for the answers to life's deepest and darkest questions. And we're going to read some. Are you ready for this, Dallas? I am so ready. Okay. I'm going to rely on you to answer some of these questions. So here we go. Very first question. Why are Walmart workers so unfriendly? It's because they don't get paid that much. They have limited benefits. That's why. Enough said. Drop it. That's actually the primary answer that I saw. But I Mm -hmm. I wanted to contest that. I wanted to argue that point. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's Walmart, too, you know. It's not like it's a hard job. Right. You have to deal with stupid people, but, you know, they get paid what they should. Yeah. So here, here's the thing. I have experience. I worked at Walmart, okay? I worked at Walmart right before I came here. I was a cashier. I was on the front lines, dude. I'll tell you why we're not very friendly to you. Because you guys suck. The customers <laughs> at Walmart are the worst. I'll tell you why. Because it's a big box store, and it's the store where you go to get everything. So you're going to deal with the most customers, the every type of customer, the worst types of customers. And then because of Walmart's policies and stuff, a lot of times you have to send them over to customer service. Thank goodness I never had to work customer service. Because it's just like – think about it this way. If you worked at Walmart, would you want to wake up in the morning and go work at Walmart? No. Exactly. No. So that's that's my answer for you. That's all I really need to say. <laughs> good question, though. It was. It was a very good question. I'm not going to lie. I'm sure there are a lot of unfriendly Walmart cashiers. But that's a little context into uh, why Walmart workers are that way. Okay, here's another. This is a good one for you, Dallas, because you do snack attack. I want you to answer this one. <clears throat> my daughter is 13 and is having a birthday party. There are 10 girls coming. Oh, my. Does anyone have any ideas for food? Okay. First thing you got to go for is tacos. Tacos are easy to make because um, you just got to cook the meat up and you get you cook the shells up. It's quick and easy. Tacos, number one. You can also go with pizza because that's just the go-to thing for anything related to a large amount of people. Um, and also... Just a big salad. Throw together a big salad. It'll work. Dude, you nailed it. Dude, I, I'm on top of those things. Tacos, pizza, salad for the health nuts. Mm-hmm. That that was a quick response, dude. Those 10 oh, yeah. girls, they're going to be satisfied. They better That's be. Some good food. Good eats. Unless they're vegans, then they will not be because all they have is salad. Okay, dude. This one is a really important one. This one is obviously coming straight from the heart and is not generalizing in any way whatsoever. (laughs) Question. Why are Italians so gay? Update. Why are Swedes and Australians so gay too? Wow. (laughs) Did that just come out? Really? This is a real question. question. He wants to know. He needs to know. And, dude, we're not here to discriminate. We're just here to answer the questions. So, Dallas, why why are Italians so gay? You said Italians in what other country? He, he updated it. So this was later, and he uh, he had the burning desire to know why are Swedes and Australians so gay too? Now, gay as in homosexual or gay as in happy? Does not specify. Oh, shoot. Okay. 
Well, I'm going to give answer to both, okay? On my limited knowledge of Italy and Sweden, um, I believe that they are so happy mm. because, first off, Italy has amazing food, and food makes anyone happy. Good point. And Sweden has beautiful people there. And so with beautiful people comes amazing happiness because beauty is everything in life. Well, besides personality, that's important too. Now, on the other hand, though, um, they both have a very corrupt government. And because of the corrupt government, the people can don't really have a choice. And so I believe that the government theirs are forcing everyone to be gay. Um, Dude, that's such a good point. Because they want to control the population um, and they want to conserve food, back to food again, because food is such an important resource in Italy and Sweden. They need to conserve the food by having more gay men or women there so they cannot populate the earth. Dang, dude. That was a solid answer. But I you hope, forgot one hope, thing. Oh, what? Australia. What with Australia? You said, okay, so I'm just going to backtrack for a second. You okay. said Italians, assuming they're talking about gay as happy, are happy because of the food. Swedes are happy because of the attractive people. But Australia did not have a reason to be happy. I can understand why they would be gay, but you did not specify why Australians specifically. Wait, you be. said Australia too? Yeah, he said, yeah, he said, Swede, so he oh. said Swedes and Australians. Okay. Well, Australians... It's a different story. That's a very different story. They've, they've had a long, hard um, relationship battle in Australia um, with... What what was it called? Um, like the interracial um, <laughs> relationships? Dude, you're getting really deep. Um, uh, segregation? I don't know. I don't oh know if Australia goodness. is that way. Basically, the Australian men were um, getting married, clean version, um, to the – oh, what's their name? It's like the native population there. Oh, I don't know. Just like Gosh. native I Australians. have it on the tip of my – I have it on the tip of my tongue. I can't think of it. And so they've always had a, a, a struggle with relationships. So the reason that they're gay um, is just that they don't know. They're just confused right now, um, and they're just struggling in life. And okay. so we just, need, we just need to help them, yeah, and just support them. Good stuff, dude. Thank you. Solid answers. Yeah, I hope it didn't offend anybody there by those answers. Yeah, no, no, we really don't mean anything by that. That was a question we got. We're just trying to come up with uh, reasons for it. I mean, yeah, so. I mean, it's it's really up to them. And even if none of those things are true, who cares if they're gay? It's just it's just whatever they want to be. Okay. <laughs> So um, my parents always told me I could be whatever I want to be when I'm, I'm older. So It's true. Everybody has, has the freedom to choose. So, next one. Do you prefer Miss Piggy as a brunette or a blonde? Oh, gosh. Okay, I'm, I got to look this up. Because I've, yeah. I've only ever been exposed to Miss Piggy as a blonde. I was not aware she ever went brunette. Um, I would say brunette. That's that's who I choose. I'm looking it up. Right, I gotta okay. I gotta see this with my own eyes. My opinion might change. Ooh, wow! 
Dang, dude, you gotta look this up. <laughs> no, she looks good, dude, with brunette hair. Holy cow. By the way, this is a safer work podcast. Um, but I do not recommend looking up Miss Piggy Brunette. There are some... Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Brunette. After seeing that, Brunette all the way. All right, next question. All right, Dallas, you're a man, right? You you can grow out a pretty mean beard if you want to, I'm sure. Yes, sir. I don't know. Nobody can see, but I uh, I have like this little uh, mustache goatee combo going on right now. Um, I just shaved a different way last time. It looks really bad. But <laughs> the question is how – and I've had this question too – at least about facial hair. It's how can I get more hair on my chest, shoulders, and back? Owl By the bear. way, I've got to give this some context. This is from a woman. Wait, the woman wants more hair? Yes. Um, aloe vera. It's the miracle plant. Is aloe vera used for hair growth? You know what? We can use it forever we want to use it for. <laughs> it's just the remedy to everything. It's just the remedy for everything, okay? Aloe vera... Okay, here's another remedy that may or may not work. I've never tried it. I've never researched this. If you mix mustard mayonnaise um, with chickpea peas, is that what they're called? Chickpeas? <laughs> you I mix know, them dude. together and you put them on the spots you want more hair, it will grow. Nice. Yeah. So Good stuff. Try it. Try it. Try it out and send us some some pictures. Okay. That's a good. Okay, we're gonna read this next one real quick. Um, this is a really good question and I honestly don't know the answer to it. It says, I work at TJ Maxx. A person threw up in the section that I work in and my manager made me clean it up. Is that part of my job? During the interview, when I was getting the job, they never said anything about cleaning up vomit. Can I sue them for making me clean up something as unsanitary like vomit? I'm going to first say... You should not sue them, okay? When you got the job, you agree they're paying your 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 wage, so you have to do what they tell you to do. You know, obviously, if it's gonna hurt your health or hurt your emotionally, hurt you emotionally or something, then yeah, you shouldn't do it. But they're paying your bills, so you you should probably do what they say. Mm. That's all I gotta say about that. I'll tell you what, I think you might have a case there, anonymous lady. Um, because I had – at Walmart, they specifically told us that we were not allowed to clean up any sort of unsanitary messes without proper protection. And they were very adamant about you seeking the proper kind of authority to, to clean it up. So most times – this is what they told us at Walmart. If you were to walk by any sort of mess or like unclean thing, if it was something you could pick up, you could throw it away. But if it was something – for instance, like vomit. I'll, I'll tell a personal story. This was my very last day. I kid you not. My last day at Walmart. I was so happy to be leaving. I was I was on my way to hand in my vest. Um, and I was walking. And all of a sudden, I come upon a mess on the ground. And I look down. And it's just a big old brown piece of you know what. Just laying there in the middle of the electronic section. So I have to wait by it for like 
10 minutes until another employee walks by. So I just had to stand by this piece of poop. Just stand there. And I I couldn't explain to people why I was standing there. I just had to be like, yeah, I got to stand here. So people are probably thinking I just pooped on the ground and I'm just admiring it (laughs) until finally somebody comes over and then they go and get a janitor. And then the janitor comes over to me and she's just like, you know what the best part of my job is? I'm like, uh, no, I don't actually. She's like, no sense of smell. And I'm like, well, that's the best part of your job. You must be a pretty easy lady to please. So congratulations on that. And then I went and handed my vest and never came back. Good for you. Proud of you. Good stuff, right? Yeah. So I think if Walmart is that um, stubborn about how to handle messes, then there could be a case because they take it very seriously in Walmart. Why can't they take it that seriously in TJ Maxx? Hazardous <laughs> waste is what that is. Alright. So that's that was our segment um, on live Yahoo answers. Now we're going to cut real quick. We're going a little longer than we expected. So we're going to finish things off properly with a story time. This time... It's going to be by Dallas. I know I usually do story time, but I've talked enough this podcast. So Dallas, without any further ado, take it away. Okay. Well, there's two stories that I could share. So you tell me which one you want to hear. Okay. So there's one that involves a stranger knocking on our door when me and my friend were home alone. And there's another one that involves a college party and trees. (laughs) Your call. party. And trees. Yes. So, okay. Um, I've got to say, I'm currently, I don't know what you're more interested in, but I'm interested in about the parties and specifically the trees, okay. what their relevance was. Okay. Perfect. So this was um, a very dark moment in my life because it was nighttime. And <laughs> this was around Halloween. 2012. Hmm. Good year. It was a very good year. It was actually a really bad year for me. (laughs) Why? Um, Remember what I said last week about election and breakups? Both of those things happened that year. We're done. We don't need to talk (laughs) anymore. Okay, so I'll continue on. Go. So I think it was was Halloween, actually. So it was Halloween. I went out trick-or-treating. I came back. We watched, like, Halloween Town or something, you know, something you normally do on Halloween. And then I go to bed. All of a sudden, around 3.30 in the morning, I hear, like, a crowd of people just outside our house. It sounds like a stadium. You know how there's, there's like, in a stadium, you hear all these people just talking, and it's just, like, murmurs everywhere, okay? Uh-huh. That's what it sounded like. And so I look out the window, and I see about 50 college students in our backyard. <laughs> and I go to my brother's room. I look out his window because he's, he, he sees the front of the house. And there's a, probably about 200 college students out in front, of our, in front of our house. And this is in the middle of Rochester, Minnesota, probably the friendliest city in the United States. We're in the middle of just this neighborhood of all families. And there's just 300 total college students just out there. 
And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I see seven police cars. Ooh. Two SWAT vans. Busted. That's and two SWAT right. vans. And then they had three canine units to come for Ooh. this 300. Because there were fights going on. Oh, I thought there they were, were showing up for the party. No, no. So what I failed to mention was that there's, there's in the front there was a huge fight. There was a circle of students, and in the middle was this huge fight going on between these two big black guys. Dang, and in the dude. back is where the Mexicans were at, and they were having a fight too. And so this huge fight is going on, and all of a sudden these cop cars come, and everybody just scatters. They scatter everywhere. There's there's people hiding in my playground area. There's people hiding underneath our deck. There's people hiding um, in our neighbor's garage because people leave their garage open in Minnesota because it's a very safe neighborhood, apparently. So all these people are scattered everywhere. And I, in my naive little mind, think I need to help the police because there's too many for them to handle. And so I go out... With my BB gun. Ooh. And I'm like, I scream out. I swear a little because I am just, <laughs> I, I need to make them. You I are need enraged, to let them know. man. Yeah, I need to let them know that I am in charge now. <laughs> I'm like Rick from The Walking Dead, okay? Nobody's going to mess with me. Everybody get down. <laughs> and so I go outside and I'm like, if I see someone, I am going to shoot you. You are on our property. And you have the right to do it. I do, with my BB gun. And so I go outside, and there's literally hundreds of beer cans everywhere. Looks like a like a a garbage pit. And, <laughs> garbage. and I just start walking around with my gun. You know, I'm like, if I find you, you're done for. And so I walk around, and then I walk around the side of our house. And the cops are just like... Man, oh, the cops the... are busy trying to get everybody else. They're, oh, they're, I thought they were afraid of you too. Stuff. No, no, no. They they don't really notice me. I kind of keep to the shadows <laughs> while screaming. <laughs> but as I go around my house, sneaking around, you know, I feel like I'm in like a zombie movie where I'm just kind of sneaking around looking for my prey. And all of a sudden there's a tree right there. And I, I look at the tree and I smell some alcohol. And I, and I think... Okay, well, there's a lot of cans around me right now. That tree's been drinking. The tree's been drinking. So I go underneath the tree, and I look up. And it's pitch black, so I can't really see anything. But all of a sudden, I hear a <clears throat> a cough coming from the tree. And so I get my phone out. I put my my phone's flashlight up, and I look, and I see. And there's this huge, ginormous... African-American man in the tree. Whoa. And he looks down at me, and I look up at him. I, I pull my gun up. I said, what the heck are you doing up there? And he's like, dude, don't tell the cops I'm here. Don't draw attention over here, man. I can't go back to jail. And I'm like, you get down now or else <laughs> I will shoot you. And so he starts coming down a little bit. He's like, dude, I can't do this. I can't go back to jail. You know, if if you're if you're gonna do this, I'm gonna have to take you out. And I'm like, you try to take me out, mother <laughs> oh, lover. Okay. And so he comes down. All of a sudden, 
As he comes down, he starts lunging towards me, and I shoot him. I shoot him with the BB gun. No. Yes, I shoot him, and I hit him in the eye. Whoa. Yeah. And he goes down. He's screaming and rolling and everything. Then all of a sudden, the cops come, and they see me with the gun. And they're like, one of them, like, knocks me down, like, runs and knocks me down because he thinks I'm a threat. And then he sees the other guy, too, and the other cop handcuffs the other guy. And I'm like, dude, I was just protecting my, my family. He's like, I understand. I understand. And then all of a sudden, all the people that were hiding underneath my deck, there's like 50 of them. <laughs> and they just start booking it out. And they start running down the street. And the cops start chasing them. I start chasing them. And a lot of them got away. Dallas PD, man. <laughs> Dallas PD. <laughs> Is that it? Is that That's not, I'm not done yet. Okay. I'm glad. Go. And so during this whole time, my parents are still inside sleeping. <laughs> They're sleeping. Still. After all this. And so, yeah. And so eventually I, I walk back home with my gun over my shoulder saying, I've done a good thing today. And I walk into my house. And I go to sleep. And then my parents wake up probably an hour later because the police are knocking on the doors trying to see if anybody's seen anything. And they're like, they walk down. They're like, what? What's happening? And they're like, uh, well, we're just looking because there's a huge party, huge fights going on here. Um, seeing if you've seen anybody. And they're like, no, we haven't. And they're like, oh, well, do you guys have a son? And they're like, yeah, we do. And they're like. Well, tell him that we're grateful for him because he helped catch one of the most wanted Crip gang members in Rochester, Minnesota. What? The guy I shot in the eye. told me that it was the most family-friendly city on earth. It is, but there's still gangs. But I'm not going to hang out with the if the most wanted crip is I you mean, don't need to anymore because he's blood? gone he's a crip crip no dude or blood whichever one they are i don't know <laughs> but he was purple he was <laughs> and so that's my story of how i helped the police catch one of the most wanted gang members in rochester minnesota Dang, dude. You showed him. You saved your family. That should be like, that's, remind, it kind of sounds like a home alone, but like, you're not alone. It's like, you left the home alone, and you took care of business. Yep. Whoa. I didn't, I, nobody messes with me in my BB gun. I believe it. Well, <laughs> um, before we finish out today, thank you for the story, by the way, Dallas. You're I have so one welcome. more thing. A final plug. At the very end of each episode, I want to start doing something because our podcast is more than just us. Eventually, we want to have guests come on. And one of the things that I've always liked to do and what I did in my old podcast was we would highlight uh, different, like, cool things that we found that week, content creators. Um, I want to try to start to eventually find people who maybe we can highlight on the show, give them some attention, assuming we're actually able to garner enough viewership or audience to to, uh, fit that. Um, but I just wanted to highlight some things. Uh, it could be a YouTube video. It could be a website. It could be a piece of artwork. It could be really anything, something that you think is cool. I found some really cool video today, something that appeared on my on my uh, YouTube because I had been doing these animations 
And so I've been watching a lot of animation, like other people's animations. Then I found this super cool, weird Japanese anime music video. At first I thought it was like one of those fan animations. But no, it's this guy on YouTube who does music. He like does electronic music. It's called Shelter. And he does he has like he had like this studio from Japan does this entire animation for his video and it will make you cry. It's like this little Japanese anime girl and the world basically is like about to go extinct from what I can gather. And it's like her spending time with her dad and then her dad builds this spaceship for her when she th- when he thinks she isn't looking. And he blasts her off into space to save her from the planet. But when she's in the spaceship, most of the music video takes place in the spaceship. And she's, like, hooked up to this machine. And, like, the machine puts her in, like, this virtual world where, like, she's basically forgotten everything. And she can create all these things in this virtual world. But then it shows these flashbacks to her dad making the spaceship. So, like, you find out, like, I just spoiled the entire thing. But you should check it out. It's super cool. It's called it's called Shelter by Porter Robinson. Quick question. Go for it. Do you see the planet get destroyed? It shows like it gives you it gives you like little clips like as to what was going on. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like from the dad's perspective like he's shielding his daughter from like what's actually going on. Like it shows like in Tokyo today, and it just shows, like, this barren wasteland, and it shows the Earth, like, slowly eroding away, and then he blasts her off into space. It's so weird, but it's super cool. Wow. You should That's... check it out. Are you going to post that on our Facebook page? Uh, maybe, yeah. I'll see what I can do. So I can see it? Yeah, dude. What about you? Do you have something you'd like to plug this week? Um, no. I just think... Y'all should follow our our Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. Self promotion, I like. You it. know, it's I'm a very uh, self interested person. You know, I don't really think about others. I did an entire project on self interest. Don't be ashamed. <sighs> I'm just kidding. No, but yeah, we we love you all. Thanks so much for listening. We appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate the time taken out. Remember, subscribe to us on iTunes, Constant Companion Podcast. You can also go to our website, check us out at constantcompanionpodcast.com. Sorry, I'm about to burp. There we go. There's more. Follow us on Twitter at CC Podcasting, and then make sure to check out our YouTube page for exclusive content where we'll be uploading more of our animations and hopefully future projects. And if you have any interest in either coming on the show, sending in emails, have questions for us, you can always email us at constantcompodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for tuning in, everybody. And uh, we'll be here next week. We upload every Wednesday. And thank you. We're out.